Welcome, everybody. We've got my co-host, Pavel, CEO of Virtue Desk. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, brother? Just having fun here. We've got Donica, yeah. our special guest. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Good morning. Thanks for thanks for jumping on, Donica. We're going to be talking about social media and how she manages it. And I'm excited to see what's going on because she's got a presentation for us, too. So, Donica, welcome. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do and then get right into it? Okay. Um, yes, I am Danica and I'm a general virtual assistant uh, for Virtudesk and I'm working for three clients now <laughs> and oh, wow. they're all over uh, the U.S. Uh, one is in San Francisco, one is in Virginia and one is in Maryland and uh, my usual tasks for them are transaction coordination, uh, social media management, digital content creation, uh, what else? You name it, I do it. <laughs> I love that. And I have a question before we get going. How did you how did you learn to do all of this? Is it is it something that you were doing before at a high level or did you learn along the way? Um, some I've already learned it before because um, before I was also a doing realtor stuff here in the Philippines. And then after that, I've decided to venture the home-based industry. And that's when I learned uh, using all the tools um, through Virtudesk, nice. through their training. All right, I love it. So yeah, I hear their training is good. Pavel, you guys did a good job with the training. Yeah, we're trying to, man. You know, We've hired the best trainers in the industry to handle that, so... I like it. All right. Well, let's get to it, Danica. Thank you for being on. Let's let's start your presentation. All right. Did you guys see my screen? We are almost there. Yeah. Okay. I Here. see it starting. There it is. There you are. We got you. Okay. So today we're going to discuss automate your posting to social media. So I've been working with Virtudesk for about five months now, and I've worked as a social, I've been working as a social media manager for three years now. Okay, nice. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And here are the main tasks that I do as a social media manager. Number one is called direct messaging. Uh, we do this on all social media, uh, Instagram. Facebook and LinkedIn. We reach out to people uh, who are in the same area as my, my client. For example, Pavel, um, I'm handling his social media. And what I would do is I will search for groups in his area. For example, um, uh, Seattle buy and sell. <laughs> I'll look for the members there who lives in Seattle and I will message them. Um, Sample script is, um, for example, so you, mean, so you mean like in the groups, right? Like Seattle, let's say buy and sell groups or Seattle, like people where they yeah. talk like neighborhoods where they talk about possibly purchasing a house, mm -hmm. right? Um, not specifically um, groups about purchasing a house. It could be uh, buy and sell with a random stuff, home okay. stuff. Um, you just reach out to them saying, hi, uh, I'm, I'm Pavel. I just want to let you know that I'm always here and ready to help in any way, things like that. 
Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Mm -hmm. oh, I like that. Yes. Um, also, we take advantage of my client's friends list because uh, you're always uh, your clients, your potential clients might just be sitting on your friends list. You just have to scrape it. Yeah, like uh, people who are in uh, your database. And uh, Tr Tristan, I know, is very big on database reaching out, you know. Look, Donica, I have a question on that. When yeah. you go through and you're looking at, let's say, let's say you're working on, on mine, on my mm -hmm. Facebook, and you see all of my friends there, do you go in and try to find their information online <laughs> so that we have complete information? Or what do you do? Uh, I don't find their complete information. I just go to their profile, um, click the message button, and that's it. Send the message, the script. And then um, basically the goal is to start the conversation. Got it. I love that. All right. So then you're helping in that initial conversation with, with the people that are my friends. Yes, sir. Yes. Oh, perfect. That's kind of like, uh, that's kind of like what I tell people to do when I say, hey, look, every day you should reach out to 20 of the people that are in your social media database. Initiate a conversation. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like, comment, message, right? So that's awesome. Yes. I love that. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, next one is B2B coffee challenge. This, uh, we also get this through the internet through all social media, take advantage of it. Um, same, same thing, message people, uh, reach out to people who you know um, that are speaking to a lot of people every day. For example, um, people who works at a salon, people who works at a cafe, who owns a cafe, um, what else? Basically, local business owners and make them your referral partner and invite them for a, a coffee date or a meeting. I love that. So do you do that, that part for all of the three clients that you're helping out? Um, just, for, just for one or two of them? Just for one client. All right, perfect. Mm -hmm. like Next, that. moving on uh, for LinkedIn cold messaging. This LinkedIn is focused on getting referrals because everyone's there just looking for uh for a partnership for a job mm -hmm. yes uh and the the last one is manage your referral network what we do here is you know we all know that you have you know a lot of people in the industry realtors investors and people who are interested in uh, the real estate business, what you will do is build your own group, your Facebook group, and post there consistently, be active. Um, you could also post polls where they can uh, vote, discuss topics, and there through that, you'll get more referrals. Okay. So, and what uh, way you do that? What way you help uh, your client to do that? Uh, every time that a realtor or investor will follow my client or add my client on her account, I will <laughs> add that person to that group. Okay. 
Got it. So basically, uh, somebody's you would say your let's say a realtor runs a group and uh, somebody adds them, you know, friends them. You add them to the group that uh, your realtor uh, you work for actually has, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Mm. Okay. Okay. Do you have? Okay, this is um, start. Okay, well, so why is automated posting important? These are the most uh, frequently asked questions. <laughs> yep, that's a that's an often that's a question that's asked very often. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, number one is number one reason is to get control over your strategy. Uh, strategy, um, you get control over your social media content um, you can post more in just uh, in you can post more content in multiple accounts do you use any kind of software to do that because a lot of people who are watching us they're wondering how can i post like you know make a post a certain time uh mm -hmm. to different platforms you know at once do you mm -hmm. use anything like like that Yes, uh, that's a good question. Currently, we're using Sprout Social. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they're yeah. good. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, it, it allows you to run the analytics as well and everything. That's actually a really cool tool. Mm -hmm. Donica, yes. with Sprout Social, what social media platforms are you automating? I'm handling Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google, and there's also YouTube. All right, so you're doing all of them through Sprout Social. That's awesome. Yes. No Twitter? Yeah. No Twitter? No, no my, because my client's not pretty active on Twitter. Okay. All right. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. And do you typically also suggest that the agents or the people that you're helping in this case, that they should also continue to post or do you handle everything for them? I handle everything for them. And also, yes, I suggest um, them to consistently post on social media. All right, perfect. Uh, yeah, because I believe um, in marketing, consistent, consistency is the key. <laughs> yeah, I agree yeah, with you. Better. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. 100%. Got it. <laughs> Now, number two uh, is helps maximize your chances of engagement and exposure. Um, going back, Pavel mentioned that there's a cool feature on Sprout Social, and that feature is called Optimal Time. With this feature, um, uh, the tool will help you post, uh, your post get more engagement. It will make you choose um, what would be the best time to get your content online. Okay. Get up your content online, post it online. I like that. All right, so question on that, Danica. When we post to the times they're telling us, right? Mm -hmm. We definitely will see an uptick, which is great. But yeah. what about if, if somebody comes in, like let's say I, I'm, I become one of your clients, and I don't have an account on Instagram or YouTube or anywhere else. I just have Facebook. Do you help in building those out too? Yes, of course. Uh, what I do is I manually add follow and message people. 
to get more followers for my client. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. <laughs> yes, right. because um, I think you're, you should, we all should consider our accounts as our portfolio. Because through our accounts, social media accounts, people will get to know more about us. More uh, People will get to know more about our business and what we do. Yeah. All right. I like that. I like that. Do you use email to, to blast out and say, hey, we just started our new Instagram account join or anything like that? How do you, how do you grow that? No, um, we don't use email because it gets uh, disregarded by people. Okay. People, people don't email. like open. It, sorry, what? You mean the uh, email people uh, usually disregard the email? Yes, yes. And well, Especially people are receiving so much spam, they, you know, obviously just don't even open it. Yeah. Yes, yes. They just um, put it on spam. That's why I think, I think texting is actually more uh, effective than uh, emailing right now. Email is so uh, early 2000s. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I agree. Um, uh, through messaging, people, I think it's more personal, and I think it doesn't sound salesy, if there's such a word. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. Continue. So now you got ensure your messages are visible to the audience. I love that. We just talked about that. Good. Yes. And that's pretty self-explanatory. And our, oh, sorry about that. And our bottom line here is efficiency and effectivity. Efficiency oh. is because you, you post everything in one click. You don't have to manually log in on all your accounts and post manually. Um, effectivity because they have cool features. Automation tools have cool features. I like that. Good. Good. All right. What do you got next for us? Next one. Here. <laughs> Another frequently asked question. Uh, what are the benef benefits of posting on social media regularly? First one is it increases brand awareness. As I've mentioned earlier, treat your social media account as your portfolio. Uh, people will see more of, uh, more of you. People will see more about you. And next one is makes you more visible to poten uh, potential customers. Um, you know, uh, automation tools works for you, uh, work for you 24 seven um, so that you'll be able to keep in touch with your audience. Even if you're not always on your phone, you're not active, you're not online. Mm -hmm. Great point, Danica, that you bring up because when you were talking about automation, uh, the biggest challenge for any entrepreneur, solopreneur, just business people mm -hmm. is the ability to continually post. What typically happens is right now, let's say we're doing this and I'll be like, oh, forgot to post to Instagram and then I'll post to Instagram right now. But it has no real, has no real value because it's not. It's more reactive instead of a, <laughs> a thoughtful process. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you can help with the consistency because I think, I think all businesses eventually end up needing somebody to, to 
still there's social media. Yes. I mean, social media right now is just uh, probably, and I think like post pandemic, it's, it's exacerbated even more, I think, uh, because of everybody's reaching out to everybody, like virtually it's, you know, people don't do as much business face to face. It's mostly on social and that's the new, that's the new, uh, you know, um, billboard, so to say, <laughs> you know, absolutely, absolutely. Every, everyone's on social media now. Everything yeah. is on the internet. Exactly. Yep. Um, okay, here. Um, this is very important because uh, what are good content ideas? We Sometimes we do experience creative block, especially for busy realtors. Like what to uh, put, I mean, like what kind of stuff to post, right? Yes. Yes, that's right. Number one, um, this is the most effective uh, based on my own experience. Posts that are personal. Uh, what, what do I mean by that? Uh, don't, don't make your account just focused on your business. Uh, don't make your account look so salesy. Um, make people, okay, don't uh, let people stereotype you as, oh, Tristan, the, the realtor. Make them remember you as, oh, Tristan, the, the realtor who loves playing baseball, um, who's a, a friendly guy. Basically yeah. posting something personal about yourself in an essence, like what you do in a daily life. Yes. Right? Yes, okay. Yes. Yeah. Not right. just business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Correct. I agree. <laughs> Because uh, that's a common mistake of other. So, Donica, do you help with that too? Like, do you, let's say you're working for me. Do you say, hey, Tristan, can you send me some, some pictures of you doing hobbies that you like, or you out with your family? Or do you prompt me to help me? Yes. Yes. I usually ask my client to just drop the picture on our shared drive, and then I will edit it on Canva. How do you, how, how do we share information? Because my whole team, I make everybody get an iPhone or an iPad. I know that's kind of mean, but <laughs> that's how I communicate. And I make sure that, that we communicate. How do people, how does your team, the three people that you help, how do they communicate with you daily, uh, hourly? It's through Slack uh, or WhatsApp. We also use email, but for sharing photos and videos to ensure that the quality uh, we maintain the quality good quality of the content we just drop it on our shared drive and then they they will shared text drive me. in google or dropbox uh in google all right perfect and then they just text me the what do you call it the description uh-huh yeah oh, good, then. Good. and do you do you use just Canva to do the editing, right? That's it, or anything else? For editing, I sometimes use Photoshop. And for video, is I use Premiere. Nice. All right. Very good. Very good. Thank you. Second one is posting facts or truth that not all people know about. People, people love... Um, interesting things they don't like to see things that they could just search on google 
and it's on the top of the list. Um, they they want to uh, people love to be aware of what's happening. Um, for example, post is what's happening in the market, uh, the status of the market, things like that. And the next one is connected with that uh, updates. Every Monday, we update our audiences through posting market updates. We, uh, I create uh, a template on Canva and every Monday, my client just sends me um, the, the numbers, pendings, closed, just listed. Nice. So the, the three people that you're helping right now are all real estate agents? Yes. Okay, excellent. Cool. Very mm -hmm. good. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. And the last one is educational posts. Um, we, I always say this to my clients, um, do not limit your audience. Um, I know we all know that you guys also have friends or followers that are also in the same business. Um, you could also post stuff like um, how to start investing, how to start in real estate, or um, doggy coin, <laughs> <laughs> and also how to like is it is now the best time to sell or buy your uh, buy or sell a home and donica where do you get that information from typically is it something that your client sends you or do you go online and find it i go online and i go online sometimes and it's it's a mix sometimes um i prefer um wordings that are uh from my personal, uh, from my client's personal experience. Very cool. So you guys stay in communication a lot. I love that. Yes. <laughs> communication is the key, especially for us who's working remotely for someone. Yeah, very true. Very true. Yeah. Um, and our bottom line here is offer variety to your audience. This is, um, everyone should keep this in mind because if you post the same thing over and over, your, client, uh, your, your audience will get tired of you. <laughs> we don't want that. Since you've already worked hard in gaining followers, friends. Yeah, yeah very true. All right. Now, what's an SOD report? Tell me about that. Start of day. Start of date report. Um, this uh, we send this through email every start of our shift. Um, these are the task uh, our task for the day. Like, what are you planning on doing? Right, what you've been assigned to do? Yes. Right? Okay, yes. and you also have EOD at the end. EOD. EOD is end of day report. That's pretty much what you what you report on what you've been done, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, also, I, I understand you're working on Timely, right? Mm -hmm. On a tracker. So yes. your uh, so your client can see your screenshots, what you're doing during the day, and uh, what time you logged in, logged down, what time you took a bio break, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right, I like this. I love getting these reports at the end of the day. <laughs> You're it's getting not, them too, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not something that that we're used to typically or before we had a, a virtual assistant, right? From from specifically from the Philippines, right? Yeah. Usually because we also have virtual assistants in the United States and we don't have end of the day reports typically. It's more like a, a one-liner or a text, right? But I, I love this. Actually common in it's common in, in Russia as well, actually. Oh um, nice. The reports. Yeah, yeah. I like that. <clears throat> but it actually helps it's i mean i call it i mean i get a lot i get a lot of them as you know as you can imagine probably it takes me <laughs> a few hours to go through all of them oh, but wow. uh, i i call it the picture of the day you know that gives you the picture of what happened transpiring during the day and sometimes you can you can uh, uh, some of our managers uh what they do they they like they, they use color coding like mm -hmm. everything's good it's green yellow means something needs attention needs to be put into or if it's red means it's deadline approaching or it's a escalated issue so <clears throat> that kind of you know jumps out at you so what i usually do when i receive the reports from management mm -hmm. i if it's everything green i can just you know go back to it and read it later if it's something yellow i kind of like pay attention red i jump to it first right away and if it's an escalated issue i'll address it you know or make sure it's been addressed you know so EODs uh, actually you know um yeah they are helpful i like it dude i always have everybody text it to me because well, I, I don't check my email so yeah so I, i'm like hey look it's it's the way that you're gonna get my attention so text me the eod so i know what's up so they're texting your eod right yeah that way i get okay. it like, oh got it cool good job guys nice nice okay yeah. Donica, all right. So what else you got for us, Donica? Was that the last slide? Yes. Um, I just have a final reminder for everyone <laughs> for this part. Okay. For the messaging. We have to all we always have to remember that uh, three B's. B E. <laughs> all right. Number one is be famous in the right place. Okay. And number two, be the king of or queen of your area. And number three is be Mr. or Mrs. Congeniality, <laughs> if needed. There we go. Nice. I like that. All right. So, Pavel, how would someone go about hiring a social media person? Because I'm assuming Donica is taken, right? She is. She's more than taken. She's got uh, three clients right now. I bet she's working 12 hours a day, right? Danica. Yes. All yeah, right. she's working a lot of hours. Well, she's uh, anybody? Yeah, you cannot hire her, but you can hire somebody like her. We have plenty of people like her uh, who are, you know, trained and ready to go. Uh, the way to do it, just contact us at VirtuDesk at myvirtuedesk.com or send me a DM um, or just comment on this uh, webinar. We'll be in our uh, account manager. will reach out to you. Or again, the best way to do it is go to myvirtuedesk.com and click on schedule a demo call and you know provide your information and we'll be we'll be in touch to go over how you can do it. I love uh, it. Yeah, hey, the cost oh, of hiring, I have a question. Yeah. On this, would you suggest somebody start part-time with a social media person if it's like their first one they're hiring, or should they go in full-time? Um <clears throat> I'll tell you when I first hired my first virtual assistant, that was an ISA. Mm -hmm. And I at first was a little bit hesitant because I didn't know what to expect. 
So I started out with a part-time. Within a couple of days, I, I immediately updated it to, upgraded it to a full-time position. The reason is because I was interested in actually growing and I was interested in, in getting things done than sitting in, uh, you know, you know, trying to like testing the water by putting the toe in the, into the water and filling it out. Uh, but again, it's me personally, it's me, it's my personality. It's, I mean, my mentality is go big or go, or go home. Some people may not be comfortable doing that way. So they can start with, uh, you know, with a part-time and see how it goes. However, keep in mind that when you hire somebody, when you hire a virtual assistant for a part-time, keep in mind that most likely that the same virtual assistant will be working for another client for a part-time. So when it's your, when it's, when it's going to come, when, it, when the time is coming for you to upgrade your VA to a full-time position, that be, VA may not be available for a full-time position. So keep that in mind. That's just one of those things because people, you know, life goes on, people got bills to pay and they will be, you know, employed uh, for somebody else as well while you are uh, having them on a part-time. Uh, if you if you book them for full-time, that's going to be a full dedication, 100% to you. The person will be working for you. That's very true. Good point on that because yeah. ha that has happened to me in the past where I hire somebody part-time and i'm like oh man this person's really good yeah and then like six months later i go and i say all right i'm ready for full-time and they're like well they're not so i'm like yeah. what yeah it's a two-way street bro it's a two-way street it's a it's a two-way relationship and uh you know you guys <laughs> people have lives you right. know and dave you raise your hand buddy do you have a question if you do, go ahead and type it in the chat or the question section. We got a, we got a couple minutes. I can yeah. answer that. Or if you accidentally raise your hand, that's okay as well. Just let me know either way. Yeah. Go ahead and type it in there. And Donica, I have a question while we give Dave a chance to type in his question. Mm -hmm. How long have you been doing virtual assistant work in the social media world? Three years. <laughs> Well, that's, that's, that's a long time. I like that. Mm -hmm. Cool. And what do you, what do you find that the most successful people use you as to be able to be successful? Cause I know some people come in and they're like, okay, I'm going to get a VA and they suck at it. They suck at getting VAs. They suck at telling them what to do in a good way. And how have you seen those people successful using someone like you? Um, my, me and my clients always have a good relationship. And what makes them successful is being always open to suggestions. All right. So coming in and making sure that they hear you when you have a suggestion and not just shut you down. I like that. Yes. All right. Thank you, Donica. I appreciate it. You're doing an awesome job. Keep on doing it. Great presentation. Thank you. Oh, wait. We got the question up here. We do. Uh, Dave is saying, thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. What hours do VAs work and how does the time zones impact the work? They're going to work the hours that you set for them to work. Uh, and as Danica can attest to this, uh, she's got 15 time, 15 hours time difference right now with the West Coast. And uh, she's working at night, the graveyard shift, right, Danica? Yes. And and you may want to chime in on this and explain to people how a lot of Filipinos in the BPO industry work at night. Um, 
we're we're just used to working at this time. Currently, it's one thirty a.m. here, and yeah, most Filipinos prefer working at night because the traffic is really bad. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's one thing I mean, that also that I learned along having VAs for years is that the Filipino culture also caters to those that work at night because you have a lot of things that are open, like if it's like if it's the morning over here. So yeah, yeah, it is. It is. That's what's cool. It's a it's a culture that functions in both night and day almost equally because you have outsourcing working at a very high level from yeah. countries like ours in the United States who use talent like Dan Danica. So, and, and, and a lot of them not only working from home, but a lot of them working on the actual call centers. Uh, major Fortune 500 companies have call centers all over the Philippines. For example, in Cebu and IT Park, they have uh, Chase, they have Capital One, they have American Express, or in the Manila area, they have uh, in Quezon City, they have in Makati, the, uh, the call centers. and the industry is just huge seriously yeah. huge and um, and that's why all those uh, let's say the cafes internet cafes everything the eateries out there around it open whole night because people go out for lunch at night and uh, when I first came to the Philippines I, I remember seeing that like I just flew in at, at night I see a lot of people just out and about and it's like what is this all about and somebody's telling me all this they're out on the lunch break you know, and then I realized a lunch break because it's lunchtime in the U.S. West Coast. That's why it's a lunch break. You know, that's so true. They do they do adjust to our hours. Correct. Yeah. If it's Pacific or East Coast, Central, Mountain Time, whatever. And that was something that I had to, I had to understand fully as well. They're they're with you. They're like if they're right here. So exactly. Yeah. Very very cool. Just a fact about Philippines, most job opportunities here are based in the U.S. or other foreign countries. That's why we're all alive <laughs> at night. Makes sense. You know, that, that's a, Pavel, I think in our last webinar, somebody brought up uh, payment and how this all works. If we pay direct versus paying like a company like yours, which handles yeah. all, all this stuff. I think we need to do a webinar on how that all works. Sure, we can do that. Yeah. That's, a, that's a, a commonly asked question that just people don't understand. So yeah. we can definitely do that. Donica, thank you for doing this. It was awesome to see how you work, the insight that you gave. We appreciate your time. You're very welcome. Thank you. Right. Thank you, thank everyone. You. Thank Thanks, you. everybody. Thank Thanks, Pavel. Thank you, buddy. Bye-bye. I just had a great conversation with Pavel about creating content to scale your business. You click the link, check it out. Click the link below. Again, I highly adore Virtue Desk. If you're going to save time, money, and resources, click the link down below. Click on the link down below. How to make your brand stand out in the real estate industry.